now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for September the 15th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk tonsils, specifically adult tonsils. Apparently, it's a lot harder to get them removed once you've become an adult. Maybe you should have thought of that before you grew them. Uh, Also, babies first. Babies have a lot of firsts, and some parents like to keep all of them. Like, you know, their first teeth, or first haircut, or their first umbilical cord. You know, regular stuff like that. And wrong numbers. Have you ever dialed the wrong number and then struck up a conversation with the person who answers? Some people are meeting friends like that. Weird friends, but friends nonetheless. All right, here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, let's get to some news here. First of all, a man found in critical condition early Wednesday outside of a West End 7 Eleven store died of his injuries. Yeah. Did you see this in the news? Yeah. Homicide detectives are investigating. Police said uh, that the death is now considered suspicious. Patrol officers were called to assist EMS in the area of 154th Street and Stony Plain Road. When officers arrived, they located the male, and uh, he was not in a good sh- in good shape. Obvious signs of trauma. The man died yesterday afternoon. An autopsy is now scheduled for tomorrow morning. Hmm. Police are asking anyone with any information to, of course, contact police, or you can submit your tips anonymously to Crime Stoppers. All right, how many of you guys are excited for uh, Keith Urban? Yeah, a lot of people pumped over that show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, Keith Urban will hit the stage at Rogers Place on Friday night for what will be the first concert at the new downtown arena. But as it turns out, he is not the first first concert because, similar to what they did with the secret hockey game earlier this month, Rogers Place hosted a top secret contest. Pardon me. Concert to test the facility's lights, sound, and stage. Was it Drake? No. Was Drake in town? Drakey Poo, where are you? <laughs> no, it wasn't Drake. Yeah. Uh, in order to do that, they needed a band. So they w- looked local. Yeah. And they found a band called White Lightning. Oh. What does White Lightning do? Uh, they sound like this here. Oh, that's, that's fun. It's interesting. It's like a folk band? Well, I think this might just be like a folky sample. hearing any words. No. I'm just hearing like do do do. A lot of do do do's. Oh yeah, that's damn. It's too bad I missed out on yeah. that Yeah, uh, The band was uh, contacted by the entertainment manager and they were basically just said, hey, do you guys, you know, want to be the band that tests out our lights and our sound and our stage? Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. And they rocked it? Well, it wasn't just an average show. They actually did a full concert production. Because they had to do like sort of a dress rehearsal or a dry yeah. run before Keith Urban and Drake hit the stage. Uh, the Oilers Entertainment Group invited hundreds of its staff to watch the show, and apparently it was awesome. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah. Okay. Was this, yeah, were they allowed cool. to bring their friends and stuff? Uh, I don't know if they... I would imagine they probably brought some of their buddies. Bring yeah. a couple groupies. I mean, you do, right? You, yeah. You put that in your request. <laughs> you hand them a rider. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, simmer down here. Of course you do. <laughs> I'd like only red Skittles. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge for them, right? Now, this band, they're, they're from Edmonton. They've been playing together for years. They're working on new material, and they've got a new CD coming out. Oh, 
Uh, you can check out their party Saturday at the Beverly Heights Community Hall. Hmm, that's fun. That's hey, better yo. than that other clip. That's kind of cool, yeah. though, when you think about it. Like, you're a band, and you get this giant arena. Well, how, yeah, how sweet would that be? You know, and you get to test drive. And it's like, yeah. it's like Crash, if you were, you know, invited to test drive, like, a Lambo. Oh, I'd love it. Like, a new Lambo right off the line. Yeah, right oh. off the line. Yeah. And you get invited to be, like, the first person to drive yeah. it. Well, I missed the Rogers Place open house. Didn't yeah. get to go to that. No. So I feel like I missed out on that. These guys get to play there. That's sweet. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like I, uh, I'm missing out on a lot here. You are missing out on a lot, but that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh, for those of you who like using uh, a personal aid, we'll call it that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you may want to triple check your personal aid, especially if it's app-based. There's a Canadian company, uh, and they have made a smartphone-enabled vibrator. (laughs) It was only a matter of time, right? Yeah, I think there's actually quite a few of these out. Basically, what it is, is the aid you can operate on your phone. Yeah. So there's an app for it. You can download it. You're like... Yeah, exactly. Well, that company is now being sued by a woman in Chicago. The reason being is because she says that the Ottawa-based company, because mm-hmm. she really likes her WeVibe 3. Okay, that's what it's called? That's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, she says that it requests way too much personal information mm-hmm. and that they have all of her personal information like in storage on file. Like when you load the app, it says, we need access to all this stuff? And yep. Yeah, and she's complaining that it wants too much? And when you you know sign up for the app... You have to put in like your name, your phone number, your address, your yeah. date of birth, your like all this stuff. Yeah. So she is now suing the Ottawa-based company, uh, saying that her toy requires way too much personal information. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would you bring this to the news? Right. Well, uh, yeah. If I if I owned WeVibe. if I was the CEO of WeVibe, yeah, I would look at her and be like, then don't buy the product. Don't download the app. No, but she says that because it's a high-end vibrator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Called the Wee Vibe. Yeah, she says that uh, she did a whole big uh, interview with the CBC. Wow. As to why she's suing this company. Yeah. They say that the company is actually recording specific information about her and other individuals' usage of the device. Yeah. The company also stores through its app when the device is on, and how long it's being used for. (laughs) It's like, damn, this lady's going for over an hour. Yeah. It also records the temperature (gasps) of the device. What? Well, maybe that's precaution so it doesn't overheat. It's a safety measure. Yeah. Autumn Um, autumn leaves on the app. It's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah. You use your... Phone? Yeah, use your phone. (laughs) Uh, The app also has a connected lover feature. So, like, for example, uh, you know, like, Rach is at home right now. (laughs) You know, Ginge, you're sitting here, and your phone, you know, buzzes a couple times during the morning. Yeah. For all I know, you and Rach are controlling each other's... Oh, no. You know, wherever yours might be. I don't know. Is there a male version? Well, you can use this. (laughs) I don't know if it would... You can, you can sit on it. You can sit on it. Have you guys seen the the Wee Vibe? I just yeah, I've seen yeah, pictures of it. Yeah, picture. 
It's, yeah, it's different. Uh, the connected lover feature allows partners to exchange text messages, conduct video chats, and control a paired device. And apparently this Ottawa-based company has all of that information. So it would record the text that you and Rach send to one another. Hmm. Yeah, this is a, you're surprisingly cool about this crash. Why? Well, this is like pretty uh, intimate. Like, I don't know why they need to know this. The temperature, the frequency. Well, yeah, but as a company, if you don't like it, then don't buy the product. Well, right? I don't think people it's... were... She's like the Edward Snowden of like uh, sex toy exposing. She's busting it up wide yeah, open. Yeah, I don't think people realize that... Yeah, but think about how many apps you download that require all that information. You're like, whatever, I just want the app. Accept. Exactly. So that's your own fault. If you don't want to share your information, don't use the cell phone. Yeah, I kind of agree with Crash. Sorry. Yeah, buyer beware. Yeah. No, they don't... As soon as you touch your phone, you're giving information out. So if you're that cautious, don't don't yeah. have a cell phone and don't use an app based. <laughs> <laughs> why can't why can't it just be a closed circuit? Why does it need to be? Why can't they just offer a closed version to well, the go, consumer? Just go find a remote controlled one. Then. Yeah, that's not connected to any network. Or they come, make those. Come up with your own app if yeah. that company wants to. Yeah, take I, your info. I'm, then I'm, I'm with the company. I'm yeah. with WeVibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys always take the man's side. Well, don't buy the product. I'm it's tired true. of the fat cats down at Big Dildo <laughs> sticking it to us little guys. It's true. In more ways than one. <laughs> they do indeed. All right, off to Dallas we go for this next delicious story. Are you ready for this? Apparently, according to the Dallas News, Walmart has decided to open up an in-store restaurant that will solely offered deep Fried state fair foods. What? what so every delicious thing that you get when you go to a fair or like yeah. K-Days, Stampede, that will be sold at a restaurant in Walmart. Do you guys remember the Zeller's restaurant? Oh, yeah, I told totally, you. Yeah. Every Zeller's <laughs> yeah. had its own little restaurant. Oh, yeah. There. yeah. I, I, I ate a couple times there. So did I. I remember, um, was it the Bay or Eaton's, they also had a restaurant oh, above the department yeah. store. Yeah. This is a thousand times better than those. <laughs> yeah, it could very well be. Think about it. Every, every year uh, at K-Day's time, there's always big stories about all like the cool fair food. Yeah. Yeah. So if you get the best of the best and put it in a Walmart. And it's there every day. Yeah. People will go. Now, Walmart uh, in Dallas says that they're not trying to phase out the McDonald's or the Subway that's already there. They just want, uh, I guess, to offer their consumers Something a little uh, better or bigger, or something they think. <laughs> I don't know is, if it's better. <laughs> uh, something they think is up their alley. Mm-hmm. Would, do you think it'll be novelty, or people will really enjoy it? Would you go to a restaurant that serves fair food? Actually, based on the previous conversation when we first started the show, I totally would. I'd be like, "Huh? You got salt in your food? Great, I'm there." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, their menu includes a burger that uses two crispy creams as the buns. Oh, oh my no. God. This is so Walmart. It's, it's so Walmart. Bacon wrapped chicken. Mm-hmm. Do you think they will make it up here? Do you think they'll convert some Walmart's here and throw a restaurant in there? No, I don't. I don't think it would fly here. No, no. A uh, cookie fries. Mmm, that'd be so good. Hashtag clean eating. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Would you give it a shot? Uh, like if uh, if I took you down to America, we went to Walmart. Maybe. Venture into the uh, 
the I don't know. Food area. The last time I had fair food yeah. was uh, actually I was with your brother and your sister. <gasps> yeah, and I felt like garbage for about a week. We annihilated a blooming onion. Yeah, yeah. while and standing up. I was. We didn't a sit mess. down for that. That cancels it out. <laughs> right, you work it off. Yeah, you. we're working. Yeah, we're working out. I was a mess for a couple of days. But that was so good, wasn't it? It was good. We were literally standing at Katie's covered in grease. We're like, mm. this is so yeah. good. Mars has grease all over her chin. I did. I don't know if it was good enough for how I felt after that, though, which is awful. All right, an 18-year-old Florida woman, thankfully, was only slightly injured this week when she was shot by her oven. What? Did she put bullets in the oven? All right, here's what happened. No, she didn't. Aaliyah Walker was visiting a friend when they decided they wanted to have some late-night waffles. So she began preheating the oven, unaware that her friend was storing a magazine from his 45 caliber Glock 21 in the oven. Come on. That's the uh, new gun cabinet. <laughs> the magazine exploded, spraying casing fragments at high speed and struck the young woman. She managed to pick some of the fragments out of her leg and chest. Then she took a bus to the hospital. She was treated and released. She took a bus. Yeah, she's going to be A-OK. She's bleeding out. She's got bullets <laughs> in her body and she took a bus. She took a bus, yeah. Oh, okay. And she cooks waffles in the oven? I know, I didn't really right? get that yeah. either. Don't you cook waffles? Like, you can cook them in a frying pan or a waffle maker, right? Like, nothing's adding up here. You cook waffles in a frying pan and they're a pancake. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally the difference between waffles and a Yeah. <laughs> right. How do you cook waffles in an... Maybe you can buy a uh, like a cast iron waffle template thing. Oh, it must be. And, and you then fill it and you put that it. in the oven and it bakes. Yeah, oh, maybe a baked waffle would be yeah. really good. I'm sure it would be. Well, now it's a great idea. Delicious. Well, make sure you take your bullets out of the <laughs> oven first. Yes. Uh, all right, off to uh, Georgia for this next story. Do you guys remember, I think it was earlier this week, we had the story about the clowns that were trying to take the children into the woods? Yeah, yeah creepy clowns. All right, well, police in Georgia are now working to track down that individual who has been, you know, I guess dressing like a clown. But here's the thing. This person created a Facebook page and made threats that not only would they dress like a clown, drive a white van to different schools, oh, no. but that they would also abduct the children. Oh. Why would you make that threat? I have no idea. Since then, that Facebook page has been removed. So far, there have been no sightings of the kidnapping clown, but concerned parents are freaking out, mm -hmm. hanging outside of schools and flooding the police department with calls anytime they see something weird. <sighs> Someone posted a Facebook page saying that they were going to dress up like a clown, drive a white van around schools, mm -hmm. and abduct children. Clowns? I'm sorry, if you're a clown, we had a clown at the carnival over the weekend. We did, creepy. Yeah. Sketchy clown. Oh. <laughs> it's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say clowns should all be banned. You want an outright the, ban on clowns. Outright ban on clowns. There's no good clowns anymore. Uh, the police in Georgia in this small town uh, posted this. Tonight we've received several calls about clowns in a van and clowns in wooden areas trying to talk to children. This behavior we no longer find cute or funny. Mm -hmm. Understand that if officers see this behavior, you're going to have a conversation with them. Yeah. There, name one good clown. I haven't heard any good clown stories. The clown that we had at the carnival, I'm sure he's a great person. Um, I don't know if he could make balloon animals because one of the now family members came up with a 14-inch black 
Sword. Sword. But oh. it didn't look like a sword. It had a ball sack. Oh. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, what does this look like? I know, I know what it looks like. I know there like. was a couple now family members. They're like, um, your clown made this. <laughs> like, it's clowns. not my clown. <laughs> One looked like a lady part. Yeah. One looked like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It is not know my clown. We, we found him on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather see clowns in a van or like a dozen of them in like one of those tiny clown cars? Clown car, that'd be fun. I don't want to see a clown. Oh, I don't in want a to van. see a clown in a van. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. You'd rather see a clown in a van? Well, there's something mysterious about the clowns in the clown car. Something shifty. How are they, how are they all in there? At least the van. They're at all least the it's out. funny because it's like, oh, they're wacky. No, but could you imagine? Like you pull up at a light, a red light, and a, like a white trades van. <laughs> With no logo on it pulls up beside you and you do like the you know, you do the casual look over and it's a clown? Yeah. Oh, I lose my mind. I'd be thinking he's got someone tied up in the back. Absolutely. I'd probably call the police. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'd say. I don't I'd just, know if I'd call the police. There's a but, clown in a white van. And they'd be like, um, did he do anything? Be like, no, no but I'm sure he's planning on it. <laughs> We're on our way, ma'am. <laughs> what happened to clowns? What was like the tipping point? Was uh, it that Stephen King was it it? They make clowns bad? Maybe, maybe. Because they used to be. When we were kids, were they bad? They weren't bad then, were they? No, they were no. fun. Because yeah. that was still Ronald McDonald clown, right? Well, he's still around. Yeah. They need to No, they that. ditched all that. Yeah. All those statues are gone. Ronald's gone? Yeah, there's a graveyard somewhere in America, I'm sure, yeah. where they've ditched all the Ronald McDonald clowns. Probably in the woods somewhere. That's probably the issue. Oh, here. no. <laughs> what is, like, the oldest, like, fun clown? What do you like, mean? was there, like, like, a fun TV show? Like or a, a Bozo the Clown? Yeah, like a Bozo or a Bobo or... Like Bullwinkle? No, that's a... No, that's, that's a, a moose. That's a moose, right. What? I'm <laughs> 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 just trying to think of old clowns. Uh, this text here from Jess the Baker says, Roscoe the Clown from the Lodge in Red Deer was great when I was a kid. He would work weekend brunch and would entertain us and make balloon animals. My grandpa even taught him at school. He would sometimes do karaoke, karaoke too, even though he's gone now, R.I.P. Oh, hmm. Roscoe. Roscoe the Clown in, from the Lodge in Red Deer. See, like, you just Google clown in general. That's yeah, it. One I, word, clowns. Oh, I know. And Pennywise comes up. Pennywise comes right up, yeah. Clowns are ruined. The Clown Cartel? What's that? That's in Edmonton. <clears throat> like, they're like a, oh, a gang? No, it's a company. You can rent a clown. Oh, yeah. People oh. are saying the tipping point for clowns was John Wayne Gacy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, after... That, that killed the clowns? Yeah, John Wayne Gacy dressed up as a clown, and then that was the end of it. Whoever's in charge of clowns, they need to rebrand themselves. Make them fun again. Uh, this text here says, clowns are the worst. <laughs> I'm a fairly big fella, yeah. and let me tell you, it's hard to even listen to this story. Ban them all. Mm. Uh, another thing that probably ruined clowns is the internet, because how many videos... Uh, are there now where you see a clown in a parkade smashing like a dummy? Yeah, with and those people overs- lose their mind. Oversized mallets. Yeah. yeah, they're hilarious to watch, but that ruined clowns as well. Yeah, it does. Because you see a clown in a parkade, what are you doing? Well, you're leaving, like I'm freaking out. What if your company hired a clown and the clown is all dressed up when he shows up and he's walking through the parking lot to do a fun work event? Yeah, and people are losing their mind because they think it's murderous clown. Why well, I'm putting my high heel through his eye socket. <laughs> Yep. If I see a clown walking at me in a parking lot, like a parkade, I'm at City Center Mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my high heels going in his eye socket. Like, Sorry, buddy. Why are you running from me, lady? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> clowns have to park too. <laughs> Don't care. There's not just street service parking for clowns. Yeah, but the, those videos ruined it for clowns. Yeah, parking. They did indeed. Uh, All righty, let's move on to some sports here. Uh, rock bottom for the Jays, Ginge. Uh, what on earth? It's dark days. It is. The Jays lost 8-1 to Tampa. They are now only a game up on Detroit for the final playoff spot. The Jays are tied for the worst record in baseball in the month of September right now. Sorry, buddy. Not Not finishing strong. Might as well take that hat off. Yeah. Surge. He knows it's backwards today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they begin a seven-game trip to the West Coast, starting with a four-game set against the uh, LA Angels. So, yeah, just uh, just not good. Hmm. And did you guys see this, that Winnipeg couple? They're pretty ticked off right now after they're being told to spend $400 to bring their six-month-old to the Heritage Classic game. Yeah. The child relies solely on breastfeeding, but the diehard hockey fans are thinking it's a little ridiculous that they won't let the baby in for free. Now, why is it ridiculous? Because the six-month-old baby doesn't need his own seat. Mm -hmm. They're going to be carrying the baby the whole time. The NHL says that it's for safety reason, saying that the child needs his own seat. (laughs) So, But they're not going to put the kid in the seat. No. (sighs) They have to pay for an extra seat. So basically, the couple came back and said, so babies can fly on cramped airplanes for free but not a 40,000-seat outdoor stadium. <laughs> How does this make any sense? Yeah, it doesn't. All right, it is going to be a really nice day today. Nice next couple of days, guys. Uh, mix of sun and cloud, 24 for the high. It is 622, and we're sitting at 10 degrees. Good morning. People are saying that your fear of clowns is just completely irrational. No, it's not irrational. No, it's not. No, they're just weird now. I haven't met a good clown. Mm-hmm. Nobody really likes clowns anymore. They're no. not fun. Do kids like clowns? I don't... Well, they liked them at the carnival when that clown showed up. I also just, as a side note here, want to say that when Crash and I pulled into the carnival <laughs> to park, um, we drove up next to the clown and Crash thought it was Chris Love. I totally thought it was Chris <laughs> He looks at me and he's like, why is Chris Love dressed as a clown? Well, he was driving uh, the same vehicle yeah. Chris Love has. And I'm like, wow, he's really getting into the park here. <laughs> Chris Love has really taken this whole carnival thing pretty serious. Uh, I want to jump to you, Lori, here. How are you doing today, Lori? Hi, good. How are you guys? Good, good. Okay, so did you have a run-in with a clown? I've had many, but one of the um, ones, I my purse got a little violent with one of them. Oh, my God. What <laughs> you, did you do? You hit a clown with your purse? I did. Well, he wouldn't get out of my face. See, that's why clowns are so creepy now. It's not like they stand on the side and juggle like they're supposed to be. <laughs> right? Right? in your face and I'm trying to walk to the circus I'm trying to remain calm my heart is beating through my chest (laughs) and then they realize it's like a magnet and they always go to the one that wants to die rather than look at you (sighs) and there he goes right in my face I said please walk away please walk away he wouldn't listen and I just I had no choice and you just went whoopah Oh, yeah. And um, it also brings about major strength, too, because I went on a haunted walk one time, and a zombie clown kept coming at me. No! I am 111 pounds, and I picked up my friend, who is quite a bit heavier than me, put her in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) They keep me from the clown. (laughs) The uh, clown at the, uh, the circus that you were going to, what was it doing in your face? Like, what do clowns do? Ugh, they just keep coming in your face and... They don't have to do anything. It's just their face. And they, they come um, within inches of your face. That's what this one in particular would do. Yeah. 
And as soon as he walked away, another one. Oh, no. Mm. It was a nightmare. Like, do, do they say I anything? Think, are they like, hey, are you having a fun time today? <laughs> no, they oh. didn't say anything, and I think that's what creeped me out the most. Why don't they say anything, well, then? because they're trying to... You're like, not a mime. You're a no, clown. I think, I think they enjoy being the monster now. I think they enjoy <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Well, maybe they they love putting fear in everyone's eyes. Yeah. Uh-huh. There were plenty of little kids they could have been entertaining, but no, they chased the terrified mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's Uh, awesome. Well, thanks so much for that, Lori. Thanks, Lori. Yeah, you too. (laughs) Bye-bye. You know what, though? I know she's got a good point, because if you go to, um, what was that uh, Halloween thing that we... uh, Oh, the corn maze. Uh, not That's where you freaked out. I freaked out at the corn maze, but also the one uh, at Northlands. Oh, yeah, yeah. The haunted house there? Yeah, yeah I forget. That was, Like, yeah. Fear... Scream? Scream Fest. Yeah. When you walked into Scream Fest, they had all of those uh, zombies walking around. Yeah. And if you showed fear, those zombies got up in your face. Yeah, but I get that. You're a zombie. Oh. <laughs> not a fun clown. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Uh, Joey on the south side says that he really likes the scary clowns. He thinks it's awesome that everyone's scared of them. Mm-hmm. And that if he could pick another job, he'd be a clown. Mm-hmm. I just think they're sketchy. Like the the image is not fun anymore. It's just like a, if if you see a clown coming by, you you think they're up to no good. Uh, we talked to Lori, <laughs> who pummeled a clown with her purse. Yeah. Uh, this text here says Lori's clown must have been the same clown that I threw into a wall at the circus <laughs> in Chilliwack. No. Yeah. Why are you throwing clowns? I need more on that. Probably story. because the clown's up in your grill, mm-hmm. and you uh, you get a little upset. You say, "Please stop." Like as a kid, did you like clowns? No. Or were you terrified of them? No, I, I didn't have a lot of clowns in my life. Really? You growing up in the city? Yeah, no. You probably had clowns at your private birthday parties. <laughs> no, I didn't. You probably know. had your own private clown locked in the closet. Uh, no, <laughs> nope, my mom and dad did not lock a clown <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> uh, CJ, you have a run-in with a clown or what? I had a couple of run-ins with the same clown when I was a kid. No. We had the same clown come to the rodeo in our town every year. Yeah. And he was just and for some reason he would always come up to me. So <laughs> it was it was just terrible. And I so now I'm terrified of clowns. And then when I started my apprenticeship in my trade, yeah, one of the guys I apprenticed under was another rodeo clown. No, and I'm so I was talking to him, and he was like, "Yeah, you have no idea how many people I've had to like turn back on to clowns because of that guy." Really? Yeah. Uh, were you sketched out by this guy? Like, did he ever show up at work wearing his clown outfit? Uh, no, but I've seen him at rodeo events with his clown outfit on. Huh. Is he a good clown or is he kind of, yeah? Uh, well, it's kind of, rodeo clowns are on their way out and it's going to rodeo entertainers now and it's because clowns are creepy. Yeah, yeah. nobody likes a clown. Nobody likes to look at it. Yeah. Is this so, guy, like, is he cool or is he a bit off? No, he's a pretty good guy. Okay, so good. He's, he's an old cowboy. Like, yeah. they're all off because they're old cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mars, you're thinking clowns are, they just have something a little yeah, different going a little, on? a little weird there, yeah. yeah. All right, interesting. Okay, okay thanks, CJ. Yeah, 
Tonsils being taken out. Apparently, it's on the rise in North America, uh, just with children. Mm-hmm. More and more uh, doctors are opting to have tonsils removed from children, but it's the adults that suffer the most when you guys have them taken out. Yeah, apparently, as kids, it's yeah. okay. You deal with it pretty quickly. As adults, the stories that are rolling yeah, I know. in, I never want my tonsils taken out. Uh, well, our friend here, Amanda, she had her tonsils out, what was it, last year? Yeah. And it was... Yeah, it just ruined her. It ruined her. Yeah. She had to go, I think, two surgeries because one, after they removed the tonsils, she wouldn't stop bleeding. Yeah. So she had to go back. I know. At first, I'm like, oh, okay, you're milking it. But then, no, she, it was, <laughs> then she described what was happening. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, she was uh, She was hospitalized for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, Trisha Millwood says, my sister had her tonsils out three times. The first two, they grew back. What? Which they the, can grow back? Apparently, they can. Which the doctor said should never happen, but we chalk that up to proof that she's probably an alien. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. The third time, he cauterized them. Oh, like... So that they would stop growing. Oh. That is brutal. Another one here says, I got my tonsils out when I was 22. Mm. It was hell. It was the worst pain I had ever felt. I also had an allergic reaction to the antibiotics. No, no, no. From Jackie no. in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, here, let's take uh, Darren on six. Hey, bud. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. All right, did you get your tonsils ripped out or what? Yeah, I got them taken out when I was 21. Oh, mm. no. How was it? You know what? It was so bad, and the worst part was, so I go under, I wake up, and I go to try to swallow, because, you know, that's just what you do. Yeah. And it was the worst pain ever. So I'm there, and I'm like, you know, I'm swearing a little bit. Yeah. Right? And um, all of a sudden, this nurse comes in, and she says, you got to take it. You got to be quiet a little bit. There's a lot of little kids. So I sat up, and I looked around, and I swear I was just surrounded by, like, seven and nine-year-olds with their families, and they're all eating ice cream, and it was, like, no big deal for them. Oh, <laughs> no. The worst thing. <laughs> They put you in, like, the kids' ward yeah. because all the kids were getting their tonsils out. And the kids oh, no. were fine, and you're acting like the biggest baby in the yeah. room. Uh, and the worst part was, was, like, I've got really bad writing. Okay. So, and, like, my girlfriend at the time I lived with, like, I couldn't talk. Yeah. So, she gave me this whiteboard to write down stuff that I needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she couldn't understand it. Oh. I'm getting mad because she can't understand me, and yeah. she's getting mad because I'm getting mad at her. It was awful. <laughs> oh, no. You're just moaning. You're like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. It is. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> we just discovered during Savage Garden, I want you, mm-hmm. that Crash can bounce his uvula up and down. <laughs> That's right. Hidden talents, folks. That is insane. Because someone texted that they got their uvula removed, and we're, we're having a big debate here in the studio that you need it. And then I, uh, yeah, I got some side skills. Listen. That's that, that hangy ball yeah. at the back of his throat. He's bouncing it up and down. Now, family, I'm bouncing my hangy ball. Yeah, you are. I cannot do that. Now, Ginge, you went in there and had like a... a, like <laughs> you, a went in you went in there and had a look. <laughs> I didn't believe it was his uvula shaking yeah. like that. Can you do that? No, that's oh, your voice. That's, that's that your, could, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's your vocal cords. And it's really neat to watch. Like, there's like... Uh, bouncing asses are a big thing these days. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, uvula's twerking. Yeah, 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 that's what you're doing. 
Uh, Christopher says that Crash can actually purr. Is that is, would that be considered purring? I don't know. I wouldn't. I hope that, not. Like when Mars brushes my hair, that's what I do. And then this text here says, gross. Why is it gross? Yeah, it is gross because Crash is bouncing his hangy ball. Yeah, you didn't believe it could happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking about getting your tonsils out. And if you had your tonsils out when you were a, um, you know, an adult, if it was the worst thing ever. Uh, this one here says, hey, guys, I had my tonsils removed when I was 25. Uh, it got infected and uh, it w- was caused me to be sick over and over again. It was so bad when I had them out yeah. that I would cry for 20 minutes after swallowing a pill mm-hmm. and a teaspoon of water. <sighs> That'd be brutal. Um, we got a text from Savannah. She's terrified. Yeah. Says, hey, guys, I'm 29 years old and I'm getting my tonsils out next month. Mm-hmm. I am now mm-hmm. freaking out. Cancel it. Savannah, just to make life a little bit easier, download this song and play it while you're getting uh, your tonsils taken out. Now that I've got my voice back, let me start off by saying that I appreciate the fans around the world that had my back. What is this? I just want to thank God upstairs for keeping his hands on me. <laughs> keeping all the doctors focused through my surgery. Is this R. Kelly singing about tonsils? <laughs> it totally is. my chest. Some serious issues that I must address. R. Oh, Kelly yes. can suck it. <laughs> That's the worst song I've ever heard. Savannah, you need to download that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Your, your surgery will go smoothly and flawless. <laughs> oh, God. You want to hear? Now that I've got my voice back, let me <laughs> shut up, R. Kelly. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, more than six years after an elderly couple vanished without a trace while on a summer road trip visit uh, to visit family in British Columbia, a judge will be delivering his verdict today in the trial of the man accused of killing them. For the first time ever in Alberta history, cameras will be allowed in the courtroom to broadcast the Travis Vader. Uh, verdict live. Mm-hmm. The bodies of the St. Albert couple, Lyle and Marie McCann, both in their late 70s, have never been found. The Crown argues that Travis Vader, who was 44, who pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder, was a crystal meth user living in a makeshift camp when he came across the McCanns and murdered them. That's their argument. Yeah. Uh, now, where are you going to be able to watch this if you choose to do so? It looks like, from what I've seen, a lot of the news... Like in the city, like uh, Global CTV, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're all streaming it online. Oh, okay. It'll be real time? Yeah, I think it'll be, uh, yeah, real Mm -hmm. time. If you you do want to check out uh, that verdict, it it does start at 10 o'clock this morning. All right, the summer is coming to a close, but this weekend, Horlock Park is going to be hosting something pretty cool. It's an international competition that is packed with extreme summer sports. Uh, the Festival International Sports Extreme World Series, uh, or FISE as it's more commonly known, will be attracting thousands of visitors as people are going to be checking out BMX, mountain biking, and skateboard competitions. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's free. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go and check it out. That'll be packed. Yeah, it will be. Now, Edmonton is the fourth stop on this series tour, and uh, it's just pr- it's pretty cool. They like coming to Edmonton, so if you want to go check it out. I've never been, mm-hmm. but I would imagine like watching you know bikes do some sweet tricks on some sweet ramps would be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd definitely be pretty sweet. I don't know if it's up your alley, because I took you to uh, motocross. 
And yeah. you got bored within the first 10 minutes. Well, it's the same thing after, you know. Well, all the jumps are different. No, after you see the first three bikes jump and then 40 more jump and it's <laughs> the same jump. No, they do different stunts and stuff. No, uh, it wasn't Mars' cup of tea. No, it wasn't. But this might be a little bit different than just, you know, motocross. <laughs> Because it's skateboard, it's BMX, and mountain biking, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. All right, this map uh, is out, and it shows the world billionaires by country and origin. And I'm sorry to tell you, my fellow Canadians, uh, we do not have very many billionaires that live in this country. Uh, When it comes to how many billionaires uh, live, we only have... um, like 1% of the world's billionaires. 1.9% of the world's billionaires live in Canada. I'm going to guess the top is like Dubai. I'm just looking. Actually, I think the top is United States. Oh, really? Yeah, 30.2% of the world's billionaires live in the U.S. Hmm. Uh, the majority of those billionaires either inherited the money, were company founders, or they got their fortune by working in the financial sector. Yeah. There's, I don't know if you've ever stumbled across the uh, kids of the billionaires. Oh, their and Instagram, their Instagram accounts? accounts? Yeah. Where they it. just floss all their oh, yeah. lavish lifestyle on the internet. Oh, yeah. And there, <laughs> there was one I saw, and uh, it was a picture of a, like a pimped out Lamborghini. And it's like, ugh, my dad bought me the wrong color. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the hate that they get. But that, I think that's why they post it, right? They do it on purpose, yeah. Because yeah. you know the average person's not going to like you. Yeah. So they post it. And the stuff that people write about these, like, bil- well, the daughters uh, daughters and sons of billionaires is yes, incredible. Absolutely. Because if you've got somebody on the internet complaining that their private jet upholstery mm-hmm. isn't soft enough enough to you know their yeah. billionaire kid skin touch yeah yes people are gonna rip you <laughs> a new one if you get a chance google that they're hilarious uh, now when it comes to 1.9 percent of the world's billionaires living in our country how did they get their wealth uh the majority uh, are company founders mm-hmm. so in other words galen weston yeah. like he's like the only yeah. owner of this company oh yeah right is jim patterson a billionaire oh yeah I think so. Yeah, I think he's like eight, like eight bill, maybe. Really? Like the company itself. Okay, hang on a second. Ginge, you've got some, you're doing some research there. Uh, whoa. Yeah. You guys, what's your guess? Uh, like 8.3 oh, billion. I feel, I feel like Mars right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mars, uh, what are you going? For the owner of this company. Would you company, think he had like yeah. a couple mil? No, I knew he was a, an outstandingly wealthy man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's eight. I'm going to half that. I'm going to say four, four billion. Ding, ding, ding. $4.8 billion. 4.8, wow. 4.8 billion U.S. dollars, which actually... Oh, oh maybe right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the 1.9% of the world's billionaires living in Canada is Jim Patterson and yeah. Galen Weston. Mm-hmm. What is old uh, Katesy worth? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is Kate's worth? Probably, I'm going to peg him at uh, two bill. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say like 1.2. Really? Yeah. You're both idiots. Uh, what's 3. the 3.3 <gasps> billion. Kate. U.S. U.S.? Yes. Damn. Well. Hmm. Okay, so we have a few in Canada. We have three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three that I can think of off the top of my head. Hmm. God, Jim Madison's worth $8 billion U.S.? Well, he has that beautiful yacht that Oprah borrows. 
Is that the first rich guy move you do is buy a yacht? Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Yacht would be right? nice. If you got billions in the bank, you get a yacht. Take her down the North Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> Rock bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for those of us who aren't billionaires and you're off to your job this morning, uh, there's a new survey that found that 84% of people who are on their way to work right now feel unappreciated. I can't believe I'm doing this out of billionaire talk. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Now, you could feel that way at work. Maybe you feel that way at home or your family or your friends. Uh, but this survey also put together the jobs where people feel they are the most unappreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top four. Uh, number four, postal workers. Yeah. They feel like they are completely unappreciated as post guys. I feel like I'm doing my part by waving at them when uh, I drive I know, by. I wave at them right? too, yeah. What do they want? Uh, appreciation. Mean? Yeah, like to show them appreciation. Constant recognition? Well, just be friendly towards them. I do know where you're going with this, though, because it's... Like yeah, it's, like you're... No, but I'm sure a lot of people just ignore them. Like, they're just, like, ugh, like, gross, like, peasants. They no. try to run them over with their cars yeah, and like, stuff. Yeah, like, get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> what happens over in the west side of the city? It's crazy. What are you two doing to the postal workers? <laughs> well, I'm waving at him, and he waves back. Mars is swerving at Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what she's doing behind the wheel. Package was dented last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number three, teachers. Mm. Obviously, they probably are unappreciated. Yeah. Ginger, you love teachers. Well, look, I appreciate teachers, but I'm also aware that they're aware that they're unappreciated. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. You hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, parents. Parents? People who have kids feel that they are unappreciated. Ginger, do you feel unappreciated? Like, what do you want from my kids, I guess, but that's my own fault, right? Yeah. Like, do I want, like, I don't like, need you, you want to us to be, like, pat me on the back? Good job, Ginge. That'd be nice to look. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Are parents upset because their peers don't like them or their kids don't appreciate I'm, them? I, they just feel that people don't appreciate them as parents. Yeah, I'm going to say it's just the general population, not the kids appreciating I you. I sort of made my own mess here. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> right? Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, and the number one job that feels the most unappreciated is garbage collectors. Yeah. I feel bad when I put some bags out that maybe are a little too heavy. Yeah. Like, I, eh, they'll get it. <laughs> I feel bad for garbage collectors because, like, uh, calling someone garbage is like an insult. Like, oh, you're a garbage person, which is also a job. <laughs> I see what you say. Yeah. It's like no, a go-to waste collection, not yeah. garbage person. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're picking up garbage. They deal with garbage. They're garbage people. <laughs> But garbage people can be, you know, uh, qualified city workers or like a terrible human being. Yeah, yeah I see true. what you're saying. Yeah. Mm. All right. But the garbage is at the top of the Garbage list. is yeah. at the top, yeah. Um, if you don't feel appreciated at your job right now, shoot us a text, 56789. I want to know what you do mm. and how crappy you feel today. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Feel free to vent. Yeah, it may make you feel a bit better. It might. All right. Did you guys see in the news that Uber has finally launched their line of uh, self-driving cars? Yeah. They're starting to test them out. Uh, well, I thought we were trying to make sure that self-driving cars don't become automated murder machines. Uh, for example, running down pedestrians or, you know. Mm-hmm. Running red lights, killing people. Taking out postal workers. Exactly. So I'm not sure if I agree with this plan at all. But apparently, you know the company Intel? Yeah. Well, they have developed a system to train self-driving cars how to navigate by having the cars play the video game Grand Theft Auto. What? Mm. If you're not familiar, that's a game where your goal is to drive around committing crimes, including running over people on the street. Why would they mix the two? 
Uh, apparently, it's simulated driving. Hmm. And that's how they're teaching the cars how to drive. This is a uh, terrible idea. I don't buy the correlation between like violent video games make like violent people. Yeah. But I'll play Grand Theft Auto. And after like driving around in that game for like an hour, like getting behind the wheel, no, of your you don't car, jump behind the Suzuki and no, peel out. It takes a second to like, like, whoa! I have to like obey like traffic lights and no, no, no yeah, not run people over. It, there really is like you have to be sort of aware of what because you're doing for an hour straight. You just went hardcore. Yeah, I was, I was driving over police officers. <laughs> like, I had no rules. <laughs> and you have to sort of get your brain back into Taking it for a second. Ladies of the night, yeah, <laughs> right. It's because of the game. <laughs> Yeah, the developers did such a good job building detailed virtual worlds in Grand Theft Auto that uh, it's a better simulation of driving in the real world than anything else out there right now. That's how good the driving in Grand Theft Auto is. Oh, I don't think I've ever played Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I have, and I agree with Ginge. If you get, if you're in there for a while, yeah, you have. When you come out of Grand Theft Auto, you have to make yourself aware that you live in a. Like a, a society of rules and and yeah. obey the law. Yeah. Um. Is are the graphics pretty clear now? Very good. Yeah. Okay. I sound like an old fart. Yeah, you do. You do yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really do. What are about the cords on your controllers? Where are they? <laughs> Wireless. I put a picture up of the Uber self-driving cars in the app. Mm-hmm. They look really boss. Yeah, they do. They're pretty cool. I was looking at pictures of them last Looks night. Looks like a RoboCop car. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet car. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, look at the crap on the roof. I don't right? know if I'd be caught in that car. Really? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Crash demands to be driven by people so they know that he's, they're worse than him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm right. better than you. <laughs> You're working for me. Alrighty, off to the UK we go for this next story here. Uh, if you ever find yourself being flashed, uh, what do you do? And we've talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. Of people have actually called in and said that at one time or another they've been flashed by someone. Well, this woman... Uh, decided to take matters into her own hands. She was out for a walk on a, you know, on a path, as you do, mm-hmm. when a man decided to open up his coat and expose to her the fact that he was nude underneath it. Oh, no. Well, he did end up running away from this woman mm-hmm. in a hurry. And it's not because of what she did. It's because of what she said. Oh. As he opened up his coat to show his nude self to her... She stopped in her tracks and said, that's a poor excuse for a willy. Oh, no. (laughs) Just crushed him. Apparently, he ran to try to get back to where his car was parked. So she kind of chased after him for a little bit and got a part of his plate number. Mm. He was driving a BMW. Wow. She called police, said, I've been flashed. He has a very small... (laughs) Good for her. And he uh, was busted and arrested due to the fact that she got a partial plate number. What if you're not like if you don't have much going on in that area? What are you flashing for? Nobody's going to be excited about that. I, I don't know. I don't think people flash for compliments. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to. Well, what are you flashing? Some woman's be like, "Whoa, okay, come <laughs> with me." Damn. Yeah, no. I think you're flashing for control. Oh, like isn't that Have a you, power move? I guess. I think some actually like the embarrassment too. Really? Like the, the exposed, yeah. Oh, like you crave that. You crave naked someone commenting, public? yeah. Like, oh god, yeah. Hmm. I think I think it's both things. I think you're right, Marzi. It's that like uh, me choosing when you see me naked, and but that also there's that flip side of people mm. like being like humiliated. Yeah, huh. weird.
right. So pretty much any dude in a trench coat nowadays, too, is probably a flasher. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Arrest the monster. <laughs> All right, and if you're a mom, and if you're a mom-to-be, this quick little story here is for you. Uh, there is something making its way around the internet right now, and it's what moms are doing. And I'm just going to warn you about it right now. It's called umbilical cord art. No, no. Move over, placentas. There's a new afterbirth in town, the (laughs) umbilical cord. Uh, What are they doing with it? Uh, They're using the umbilical cord to spell out words such as love or make the shape of hearts. Why would you ever do this? Uh, Ying and yang symbols. And then they're framing them, drawing them out and putting them up. No, no. That is... Uh, moms are saying that they're doing that to for keepsakes. People have the umbilical cord put into jewelry, and then oh. they wear it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Come on. You don't... You can, <laughs> Would you ever hang that above your mantle? <laughs> you can make all sorts of shapes. Uh, no, I personally would not. Like, it hardens? Yeah, because it dries up, right? So yeah. Yeah, you take the umbilical cord, you make it into the word love. And then it turns into like gross yeah. beef jerky. That's right. <laughs> it turns into beef jerky and then you frame it. <laughs> it's okay that like childbirth's like amazing and beautiful, but the umbilical cord is like a little gross. Like you didn't save yours? No, and that's it's okay for it to be gross. Like things can be gross. You don't have to treasure everything. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, there's a lot coming out of there that ain't pretty. Yeah. You get the baby, the rest is garbage. Exactly. <laughs> 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 like, that's what I'm envisioning. Yeah, yeah absolutely right. They just scrape the, the rest right into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of there. Alrighty, in sports, the Jays not doing very well last night. They lost 8-1 to Tampa Bay. They are now only a game up on Detroit for the final playoff spots. The Jays right now tied for the worst record in baseball in the month of September. They now begin a seven-game trip to the West Coast, starting with a four-game set against Los Angeles. All right, it's going to be an all right day today. Mix of sun and clouds, summer-like temperatures, 24 for the high. It is 721, and we're at 10 degrees. Good morning. I threw a picture of some umbilical cord art on our Snapchat. You can have a peek at that. Search mm-hmm. Crash Mars, all one word. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It, yeah, it is a little Although weird. Although the one I posted kind of looks like candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brenda out in Stony Plain texted in uh, during the umbilical cord art story. And she said, good morning, guys. My daughter just yelled at the radio, the baby is the keepsake. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. That's the only important part, no? Yeah, Lisa. You went through nine months of hell for Mm -hmm. this baby. You don't need the rest. Yeah, Lisa echoes that, saying that uh, she wouldn't do the art. If you want a keepsake, it's called the baby. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In this situation, is that taking art too far? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess like to each their own, right? Like if you want to, you know, if you want to do... Like, could you do fecal matter art? Uh, I, I mean, you could. I don't think you would, though. This text here says, <laughs> I kept my son's belly button. It's in an envelope. Envelope? Yeah, it's in an envelope. I get, oh, yeah, because the belly button falls off? Yeah, because yeah. it falls oh. off. And some, and some people keep it, yeah. 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 It looks like a uh, like calamari <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, gross. <laughs> uh, my mom has my first haircut in a bag. Oh, that's, that's really like, it's, creepy. It's, it's, it's a, like a lock of my hair. Yeah. And it's got a pink bow tied around it, and it's in, like, a little plastic bag. Oh. Is that weird? Yeah, that's weird. That's a little voodoo-ish. 
I think she has all of us, all three of us. She does she have fir- your nail clippings too? No, she doesn't have nail clippings. She does have, <laughs> though, she has the first haircut for all three of her kids. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Did she mix them all in one bag, shake it up? No. Oh, okay. No, they're all, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all separate. All separate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here, let's go to you, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. All right. Have you done umbilical cord art? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> but I have a friend who, for her first child, didn't do anything. Yeah. And had a really hard time recuperating and breastfeeding and with postpartum depression and stuff. Yeah. So for the second one, she took the placenta and made a shake and drank it. She drank and the placenta? And she umbilical cord art in her home. Oh, she uh, did? Oh, Oh, she drank the shake while putting up her art, her umbilical yeah. cord art. What did she do with the umbilical cord? Her, she had a doula, and her doula made a heart. Oh, it was just oh. a giant heart. Did she put it on the wall? I don't know where she put it. I, she lives in Vancouver, so oh. I haven't actually seen it, but other than a picture. I don't know what I would do if I walked into someone's house and I saw an umbilical cord hanging off the wall. I'd smack it down. What? You know what? Quite honestly, you wouldn't be able to recognize that's what it was. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess. In some of the pictures here, you don't, you wouldn't know. Like unless somebody told the story behind it, yeah. you wouldn't. Know. You would never think they yeah. would put that on the yeah. wall either. Yeah, no, you wouldn't think they put that on the wall. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. <laughs> Have a good day. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. Good morning, guys. Good morning. The weirdest conversations going on. Oh yeah, on today. that's what we're laughing at. Oh, some of the texts man. that are coming in. Uh, this text here says, uh, "I just turned the radio on. Umbilical cord art. Right. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah." Uh, we want to talk about the weird things that your parents have kept because yeah. Mars said that her mom kept a uh, lock of her hair. It was, she did. What your first haircut? Yeah, my first haircut, and it's in a um, like it's in a plastic bag. It's it's like a lock of my hair, mm. and it's uh, you know it's tied up in a pink bow. And it was it's my first haircut. She did it with all of her kids. Is that the only thing she kept? That I yeah. I'm just thinking. I haven't looked at my because she has a baby book. Yeah. For, for she, all of she us. She didn't keep, like, Marzi's first poo. No, she didn't okay. keep my first poo. <laughs> like, vacuum seal it and oh. put it in the trunk of uh, oh, <laughs> memories. God. Oh, Lord. Could you imagine? <laughs> and this, dear, is your first poo. <laughs> Mom! Psycho. Oh, man, that is gross. Yeah, that is gross. Uh, this text here says, good morning, guys. I kept my kids' teeth. The first three they each lost with little notes about the event. Mm-hmm. I find it so touching. My mom kept her uh, first couple teeth. Did she? Yeah. She yeah. must have got it back from the old tooth fairy there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, give me my kid's teeth back. That's right. Mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, that woman goes on to say that her daughter is now 26 years old, and they were doing some spring cleaning. And I tried to explain to her like that it was so touching for me to keep her teeth. She looked at me, and she said, that's disgusting. <laughs> Throw them out. But we kept the notes that I... <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep the memory on that one. Yeah. Uh, here, let's go to Sam. How are you doing today, Sam? Not too bad. How are you guys? We're doing great. Doing pretty good. All right. Uh, what did your parents keep that maybe is a little creepy? Well, it's <laughs> it's not just a lock of hair. They had an envelope of all my hair. What? Yes. And it was <laughs> at, uh, probably two years ago at Christmas time. And we were all opening gifts. And I have a big family. I have a family of seven. Yeah. So they kind of just handed me the envelope. And my mom had this bright, happy look on her face. And I'm chatting with everybody else, and I reach my hand into the envelope, and I just reach in, and out comes this 
massive amount of my hair. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Did she and, keep, like, multiple haircuts? No, it was just from, like, I guess I had a lot of hair when I was a kid. But <laughs> it oh. was from the first haircut, but she kept everything. Oh, so I you- looked at her when I pulled out this bunch of hair, and I'm like, this this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Mimo, she was so happy for you to look at it. I know, and she just looked at me with this horrified. I thought it was really sweet. I'm like, no, that's, <sighs> that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> do parents do that anymore? Oh yeah. They're yeah. still they're mm-hmm. still taking locks of hair. Yeah. Like I have the I have a son and I have like the the little lock of his hair from his first haircut, but not an envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right, we're talking about the weird um, things that your parents kept, or maybe you're a parent and you find yourself uh, getting a little swept up. And keeping some weird things of your kids. Uh, And it started because we were talking about umbilical cord art in the news. And then I told the story about how my mom kept uh, our hair. A lot of people are saying that their parents have in baggies their teeth. Yeah. Yeah, my mom kept our teeth. I don't know if... I don't think I've got teeth at my mom's It was in like a little wooden box. And it's like... Sounds like a box of chiclets. Yeah, oh my gosh. Between you and your brother John, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Ginger, are you... You're, you're reading all the texts and stuff that yeah. are coming yeah. in. Did you and Rach keep any of this? Oh, I, f- I sort of feel bad now. We yeah. didn't keep anything. You didn't keep anything? Like hair. Yeah. Uh, you don't nail clippings. Cord. Nail clippings, umbilical cord. I did want to keep their weird, like, raisin belly buttons. What? So Rach thought they were gross. Yeah, there's just to get, like, a weird attachment to, like, some parts of them. And I wanted to keep out that be, like, a cool thing to have. Rach just- thought they were gross, threw them away. <laughs> So now I have the, yeah, they are like. Have you guys seen like the babies? Oh yeah, it is yeah. like a. I've never seen one. Oh, it's like um, it's like a big raisin that yeah, stays it's, in it's, there for like goes, a like a week, and you yes. gotta like you gotta like clean it with a Q tip. Yeah, why would you want to keep that? How is that a memory? I, I don't know. Parents are weird when babies are new. <laughs> Rach knew better and just threw just all the threw memories it in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Like get this out of my yeah. house. Uh, let's jump to uh, Lay. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good. Hi. Good. Okay, so uh, this this is a weird one. Um, oh, what yeah. what uh, what did your ex hubby keep? Um, he kept our son's foreskin. Why mm. is that a thing? I, I have no idea. Like, we have three kids, uh, two girls and a boy, and he kept like all the belly buttons. But then he went to the foreskin with our final child, a, yeah. a boy, and it was like. A mini um, exercise toy for male genitalia. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no. my lord. No. Yeah, so in the divorce, he got all the afterbirth crap and I got the kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> I saw one that dwarf. Yeah, you did. Oh, that is so weird. You know what? Okay. Nobody nobody texted in about keeping the kids foreskin. No, you're the first. Well, he, he even wrapped it up in saran wrap, yeah. and then he put it in a Ziploc bag, and he kept it in the in the kids like their their undershirt drawer, and it had to stay there. So every time I went to get a clean undershirt for the babies, all I could see was. Foreskin and belly button. Oh, oh no! It's just a a jar of rotting flesh. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that is disgusting. But great story. Yeah. Thank you so much for that, Lay. <laughs> Thanks, Lay. <laughs> okay. Good. Well, thank you very much. Have a great day. <laughs> you, you too. too. 
Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. This text here says, I kept my daughter's first and only stitch that she got while running into the coffee table when she was three. I also kept a really long back hair. <laughs> what? And all of her teeth. She's 15 now. <laughs> I'm sure she loves to know that you kept her back hair. Yeah, so she had like one gnarly long back hair and it's been kept. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, listen to this one. It's uh, from Kate. She says, hey, guys, my mom kept the hat and cotton balls that covered my eyes when I was in the incubator. Aww. The hat is fine. The cotton balls are just flat out creepy. Yeah, the, the cotton balls. The ones balls that covered your eyes. Covered your eyes, yeah. That, the, little, the little beanie, oh, the, yeah, little the little beanie hat. hat. I got keeping the hat, the first, like, booties or whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah, the cotton balls, well. Oh, that's, uh... Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You didn't, uh, your mom didn't hang on to any cotton balls no, or anything? No, I'm or just cubes? trying to think. Not that I can remember. Yeah. This text here says Mars should keep Crash's first chest hair. <laughs> yes. Remember the one that popped out? Yeah, and you I tried do. Picking it? Yeah, you had the one. Yeah. You yeah. Can, you can save it. I'm not saving that. Oh, you should uh, set up a baby book for me. The thought of, of what? Crash's big baby book. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how you're a grown-ass adult acting like a child. And I'm going to keep your first chest hair? Absolutely. I'm going to quit this show. (laughs) (laughs) What has my life become? (laughs) Uh, Brittany, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? I'm doing fantastic. All right, so did your parents keep something weird of yours? Yeah, and I don't know why they would do this. I was going through a baby book. It was First off, the, only the first three pages are filled, so I don't know why. <laughs> they got really bored. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But so I'm flipping through, and I find my first toe jam. So What? Yeah, I don't know why they would keep it. I Honestly, I looked at them, and I had that same reaction. I'm like, what? Why? Please tell me you were high. I don't know why. Please tell me you were high. <laughs> Your first toe, toe jam. jam? Now, we had a lot of random stuff come in. Yeah, but not toe why. jam. Yeah, well, my mom's unique. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I love how she only filled out three pages. <laughs> <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, it looks like counselors are planning to approve changes um, to uh, appealing a garage suite. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what a garage suite is, it's when uh, you have the room in on your property to you know build a, I guess, like a garage. Like a second floor on your garage that second, someone lives in. And make it into like an apartment. Yeah. Or a suite in which someone uh, can live in. Well, Edmontonians uh, will now no longer be able to appeal garage suites once council passes the proposed amendments. Apparently, the complaints coming in mm-hmm. have been in the hundreds. Yeah, they're not. I, I've seen a few of them. They're not unsightly. But I guess yeah. if I was living beside one going up, I'd be like, really? Would it bother you to watch somebody go to their suite in someone's garage? Although maybe it wouldn't. It's just a big structure. Like is the garage what, is already there. I are suppose. people upset with someone living above the garage or are they upset with the size of the structure? Uh, they don't go into detail here. Because I could see people being upset about the structure. Someone living, like if you move in beside one that's already built, I wouldn't be upset that someone's living above the garage, I yeah. don't think. 
Yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. I I don't know if I'd be upset about the living, but if he goes from like a regular garage to also like a two yeah. story house, then that's that's a little ridiculous. I might be a little upset at that as well and start planting some serious trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> and nails on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody live next door right now? Are you listening and you've uh, you've got a garage suite next door? Yeah. Anyone living in the garage next door? <laughs> yeah. Or is anybody currently living in a garage? Hmm. Uh, this text here says, I don't think there's very many of those in Edmonton right now, but we might see a spike of them soon. Yeah, I haven't seen too many. The ones mm-hmm. I did see, they look fine. Yeah. Like, they look stylish. Like, you don't see, I haven't seen an old rundown one. I think that would be a problem. Well, yeah, I mean. you know what that's going to attract. Of course. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no, a lot of people are saying, yeah. well, they don't really. Yeah, nobody's really living around. Don't really them. notice. Mm-hmm. I would rent, I, like, younger Mars would have rented a garage. Would you? Yeah, over a basement guess, suite yeah. in a heartbeat. Absolutely. You're above ground, yeah. absolutely. in a heartbeat. Alrighty, for those of you who are walking on the high-level bridge, and for those of you who are cycling on the high-level bridge, it will be several years before substantial changes are made to that bridge and how narrow it is for people to all get around one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do say, though, that some modest tweaks are planned for the two shared-use paths to make life easier for cyclists and pedestrians. Uh, basically, what it comes down to is that it's a tight squeeze for everybody to get through since the suicide barriers were put up. Mm -hmm. Now they don't take a crazy amount of room. Yeah. Like based on pictures and well we walk by it. uh, It's literally like an extra three about three inches or so. Yes. That that it takes up. Is it only three inches or is it feet? No, it's not feet. No, because it's the barrier attached to the original railing. Yeah. And so the the metal itself may be four inches. Mm-hmm. Well, people are saying that there's just not enough room for both cyclists and people who are just walking mm-hmm. uh, to get across that bridge and to enjoy their walk safely. Mm-hmm. So they need to figure something out. I, I did see that there was a suggestion that bikers get off and walk. And cyclists were like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm riding my bike for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, looks like it will be a while before they come to some sort of a conclusion. Mm. All right, for those of you guys who love um, movies, this list is for you this morning. Now, CGI, it's an evolving technology. It's gotten a lot better, though, than it was. There is a list out of some of the worst and most awful CGI moments in movie history. Mm. And here are the movies that they came from. Are you ready? Yeah. CGI has been around for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can do some pretty cool stuff, and you also see a lot of bad stuff. Yes, yes, you, you do. You can tell when you're watching a budget movie. Uh-huh. Uh, number five, everything, every single scene in the 2003 version of The Hulk. Mm. Apparently, it was absolutely terrible? terrible. But at the time, everyone was probably like, wow. Yeah, right? yeah, at the time. Uh, the young Jeff Bridges in Tron mm. in 2010. The Rock as Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. Do you remember that? Yeah. Google that. It yeah. looks ridiculous. I think even at that time, I thought it looked ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, number two, James Bond surfing a glacier in Die Another Day back in 2002. Mm-hmm. That was when Pierce Brosnan was James Bond. Yeah. And the number one worst CGI moment in movie history is Bella's Baby in Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 in 2012. I don't remember that scene. You don't, yeah, I don't think you've seen that movie. But uh, if you... You went on a whole marathon. Well, I, <laughs> I've watched my share of Twilight. <laughs> but Bella's Baby is the absolute worst. Do you remember it? Oh, I think so. Ginge, do you have it up? I think Ginge's got it up there. 
I'm you got a picture? Racking it down here. Yeah. Bella's, Bella's baby. baby. Why didn't they just use a real baby? Uh, here's the image oh. of the animatronic baby. Why would they do that? I have no idea. There it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Isn't is that creepy. the worst? What yeah. is that? Why not just get a baby? Or get, go to Toys R Us and get a real-looking baby. Get a real-looking baby? Because she was supposed to be a vampire, right? That's what vampires look like when they're born? They're all supposed to be vampires, and they look like people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> oh, that is sketchy. Yeah. And that's a CGI baby? And Yeah. Everybody is t- on text is saying that Bella's baby was an abomination. It was terrible. People were laughing out loud in the theater. <laughs> Isn't that awful? That is terrible. It is awful. <laughs> Yeah, why wouldn't they just get a real-life doll? Yeah, I don't know. Or like, a baby. Or a baby. Yeah, an actual <laughs> baby. Yeah. Oh, that is messed up. All right, parents, if you're posting uh, embarrassing childhood pictures of your kids on Facebook, you're going to want to listen really carefully to this story. It's for you. An 18-year-old in Austria is suing her parents for doing just that. Apparently, they posted childhood photos of her on her on their Facebook page. She considers them to be embarrassing. The 18-year-old says they've posted more than 500 pictures of her <laughs> over the past seven years, including ones where she's having her diaper changed and potty training. Mm-hmm. She said that they knew no shame or limit and didn't care what picture of her was up on the Internet, including sitting on the toilet or lying naked in her crib. She says, every stage of my life was photographed and made public, and I'm suing them. Damn. Do you think she'll win? Because uh, it's I think she the, might. But it's the parent's choice on what you're going to share, right? But it's your it's not like, body? Yeah, but it's not like she posted all this after her daughter turned 18 and had a say. Yeah. She just posted for many years. Here's the thing. is She's not suing her parents for money. She keeps asking her parents to take down the photos, which still live on Facebook, and the parents are refusing. So she is now suing them to have a judge decide on whether or not those photos should be taken down. Do her parents hate her? Like, if your daughter's demanding photos being taken down, you take them down. I think they overlove her. Oh, I think, no. <laughs> I think that's part of the problem. Like, no, honey, we're proud of you. Yeah. We're even proud of your boom booms. Yeah, I think they're proud of their boom booms. <laughs> but once the kid can ask to right? have the pictures removed. Yeah, you pull them. Are you worried about that? Like, are you worried about your kids growing up and being like, I cannot believe you guys put pictures of me on the internet? Yeah, I never thought about it from their <laughs> point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that'd be upsetting. Yeah. I don't think we have any, like, embarrassing, like, nudes or them, like, you know pooping or anything yeah but still it's not like you're taking a picture and putting it in like a photo album yeah you're, you're, yeah. you're making it public posting. i was going through all my uh, childhood photos there's a big trunk of them yeah if the internet was around yeah. at that time there's embarrassing photos yeah like there's there's some bad photos why my parents took photos of what they did i don't know just spur of the moment because oh, their parents yeah, are their funny parents and that's cute you know it's cute, whatever sure. but if that crap made it online oh my god the kids growing up now like all their peers will also have their you know childhood nudes online yeah so it won't be as embarrassing i hope <laughs> i don't know fingers crossed because that's a weird conversation like if your kid comes up to you and it's like first of all how dare you use my image publicly mm-hmm 
She's Take like, it yeah. down. And kids nowadays think they have rights. Well, yeah. and and kids, like your kids, are going to be way smarter about the internet than you will yeah. ever yeah. be. You'll be like, what? Papa just want to put some photos <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> That's like, what... don't you see this little C with a circle in it? <laughs> you got to pay, Pops. <laughs> yeah, so she's saying, I think she might win. Well, that's not even a, an outlandish case. She doesn't want money. No, she, she wants just, her friggin' pictures yeah. off she, Facebook. She uh, wants her pictures down. This text here says, well, I'm totally screwed. I post at least 500 photos a year. Of your children? Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you do if they don't want them on the internet when they yeah. get old enough to make a decision? If they slap you with a lawsuit? Oof. Or if it just becomes an argument. Yeah. You know, you don't want to argue with people. Mm. That kind of sucks. Yeah. I get the parents being proud, but... Uh. It's kind of, you're oversharing. Ginger, I've never really thought about it from their point of view. <laughs> no, it didn't. They're not humans. <laughs> That's funny. All right, uh, this woman's email went viral. Um, the reason being is because she is a student at UCLA down in the States. Her name is Ashley. Now, she is going, um, going she has a dorm, right? And mm. sometimes when you're in a dorm, you, you share that with somebody. And that's generally just a room with two beds. So there's a lot that you share. Is it fun? I've never done I've it. never been in a dorm. Yeah. No. I would imagine you get paired up with someone you like. No? Do you get to pick? Oh, I don't think you get to pick. Oh. Oh, that could... Ooh, I mean, that would suck. In fact, I'm sure you don't get to pick. No, you don't. You're it's just, just a draw? You're just paired up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, she sent out uh, an email warning her future roommates to not to try her, in other words. Oh, no. And it is not very nice. Clearly, at all. nobody would want to share a room with her after this. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Uh, she said uh, a number of things, including that she wants the desk near the window, plain and simple. She doesn't care who gets the bottom bunk, but she wants the desk. Uh, she also said that uh, you cannot be petty or play the victim <laughs> at any time that that we are uh, living together mm-hmm. as as a, in a dorm room. Sounds fun. Uh, yeah, it's actually uh, it's actually pretty bad. Well, people read her email and then took to the internet to rip her a new one on her Snapchat and on her Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you think this was a ploy? Because there is single rooms at some universities and colleges, but yeah. they're tough to get. But if you if you portray yourself as you know unstable, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, she actually said in her email to her future dorm mates, "I am a ticking time bomb." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's unstable, and you are not to mess with me. While living in the dorm room, uh, this dorm sounds like like prison, where like you go in the first day and like you fight someone. Yeah, like so people yeah, know you don't play. Uh, anyone that's been in a dorm, give us a shout. I want to know uh, the good, the bad of it. Is there good times, or is it just awkward? I I dated a guy who lived in the dorm at um, U of A. Did you go into his dorm? Yeah, I went into <gasps> his dorm. Yeah, I think that's frowned upon. Uh, no, it's not. We were adults. I was an adult. I wasn't a child. You can't, like, sleep over, though. No, I didn't sleep over, but I... But, saw... but you're adults. You're not a child. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to sleep over. It's li- It was literally the size of... I I think it was smaller than the call screening booth over there. No! And it was just, like, a bed and a small, tiny little desk. That was it. Did he have to share it with someone? No, he was oh. alone. Okay. He's a, and that's another thing, too. That's a little weird. What? Why is that weird? That he's living in a dorm and getting an education? No, no. that. <laughs> but just idiot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, but just if I, you know, if you're hanging out in there and then the other guy comes home and it's oh, yeah, just... If, if you're sharing, that's It's weird. just not a situation if I'm, like, alone. I'm a, you yeah. know, I'm in a room now with two guys. It's just, it's not, you know, it's just not a good scene. Or it's a dream. Come it, true. No, it's uncomfortable. You want to get out of there. Mm. Did anything happen? Uh, no. I want to know more about this dorm now. No, it's, it, it was, it was just, I was young. I was, yeah, you know. We get it. You hang a sock on around. the door. <laughs> 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 This post on the app says, being in a dorm is sheer bleep. I bet. My B of a roommate was awful. Yeah, that sucks. Are you allowed to change dorms halfway through if you're not liking it? I think so. You can apply to. Like swap with someone? Mm-hmm. If you get a good roomie, though, mm-hmm. it's a dream situation. Yeah. Right? It's like a sleepover with your best friend every night. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But it sounds, based on some texts that are rolling in... You it doesn't sound very like good. <laughs> no. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, this next story here. Um, did you know that National Quiet Day was yesterday? Oh, we were loud yesterday. We were pretty loud yesterday, yeah. <laughs> well, they were too quiet to tell anyone about it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but um, boom. Uh, well, according to National Quiet Day, 80% of people who were surveyed said that they tried to find at least... 30 minutes of absolute silence per day. Mm. You can't handle silence. Uh, no, I don't really like the like sound When we go out to the family cabin, and if the power goes down, the power goes down all the time. Uh-huh. Mars, Mars is hooped. Yeah, immediately. And I'm like, just, just sit back, enjoy. And you hear like birds chirping, like the cabin creaking. Yeah. And she gets about five minutes in, she's like, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just relax. Yeah. Give, give it time. Another five minutes goes by. She's like, I have to go for a walk. This is this is stupid. Nobody should be doing this. I'm like, why are you freaking out? Yeah, I just don't. I don't like nothing. You like that background hum of... Yeah, I like, you know, because I, I immediately reached for my phone and started playing music. Or, yeah. yeah. You know, I have, I've got to move. I can't just sit I think with that's, nothing. That's because you were born and raised in the city. You didn't know quiet. No, I like doing things. Uh, just me sitting on a couch in a cabin that has zero power is stupid. <laughs> just sitting there. It is a waste. It's well, no, a total waste. Well, you're allowed some downtime. Yeah, I don't really do downtime. It's probably really healthy. Uh, well, they also uh, put out a list of some of the most annoying sounds. Now, they put out 50 of them. I'm going to give you the top five. Here are the top five most annoying sounds, according to National Quiet Day. Mm-hmm. Number five, loud slurping from tea or coffee. Yeah. You don't need to slurp your drinks. Number four, fingers down a chalkboard. Mm, oh. Yeah. I feel like that one's a little overrated. No, it's horrendous. Well, oh, think of it. Ugh. How old is this list? When's the last time you saw a chalkboard? People still say, look at Jin, she's freaking out over there. People still say that that's one of the worst sounds. Even that, like, the thought of it, like, makes the hair stand. On the chalkboard. Do you have, uh, do you have some of it there? (laughs) 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 Jin just took his headphones off. You can't do it. Even the sound of it, I thought... It doesn't bother me. Oh, That doesn't do anything. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I also remember old like like metal framed cars, like old like Oldsmobiles, like they'd be like they'd have that like rust and dust on it, and like you could people would scratch their fingernails on like yeah, mm. <laughs> can't do it. He can't do it. All right, number three, a dog barking. No, that's just irritating. 
Yeah, that's what this is. The the most annoying sounds. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's just but like no, a top three annoying sound. <laughs> no, but I mean like like the bone chilling. Like, like I, oh, yeah. I can't handle it. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't give you like. No, it doesn't. That, yeah, no, it's just like shut up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, number two, loud chewing or somebody who smacks their gums when they eat. Mm. Is and, that irritating? Yeah, I mean, sure. And the number one most annoying sound, according to this survey, is snoring. Mm. Yeah, again, doesn't really bother me. Throw some earplugs in, call it a night. Whatever. Like here. Here's some snoring for you. <coughs> Seymour's, we could be doing this at the uh, family cabin there when the power goes out. You don't touch your phone, you just hear this. Quick crash, fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I need to hear something. (laughs) Alrighty, in sports, uh, I have another list for you guys. Forbes magazine just dropped their rankings listing the values of all 32 NFL teams. And uh, I'll tell you this, it'd be a good day. The day that you own an NFL team. Mm. I'm just saying. Uh, here are the top five most expensive NFL teams. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, number five, the Washington Redskins. Their value, $2.95 billion U.S. Damn. Wow. Number four, San Francisco 49ers. $3 billion. Ooh. Number three, the New York Giants. Coming in at $3.1 billion. Number two, the New England Patriots, $3.4 billion. And the most expensive, worst, worth rather, yeah. worth the most, number one, Dallas Cowboys, $4.2 billion. Holy crap. That's insane. I'm going to say the Eskimos are not at all comparable to this? No. no. I can't believe people get mad about like cities paying for these billionaires' stadiums and stuff like yeah. that. It's weird, eh? Yeah. 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 Like, you're that, that much? Isn't that crazy? Wow. Uh, and this last story here, uh, besides the fact that the Jays uh, completely tanked last night, 8-1 was their final score to Tampa Bay. Uh, they're on the road. They're heading off to Los Angeles. Uh, Ginge, this picture is for you. <laughs> Remember when we talked about that lifelike Tom Brady mask? Yeah. Well, he showed up on national TV the other morning. And Look there, at him. There it is. Creepy. That's too real, right? <clears throat> Masks shouldn't be that effective. That is, that is a Tom Brady mask on uh, NBC's Today Show. He showed up. You know when you watch those American morning programs and they have people outside behind like yeah. barricades? Yeah. Yeah, and they've got their like signs up that say, Happy Birthday, Mom, or whatever. <clears throat> well, this guy showed up in the Tom Brady mask and it freaked everyone out. I watched a video of him yesterday. He's, like, running. The side profile, it's really creepy, and you can really tell it's a mask. Yeah. But um, the, like, face head-on, it looks it's like... just a giant head. It's like some Mission Impossible stuff, where, like, I yeah. would be fooled if someone pulled that off yeah. and there was another face under there. Like, what? Yeah. Come back over here. Yeah. Here, Ginge, I've got this for you, too. We'll see if we can get this up on the app for you guys. Here's the video of it. Ready? Right? Yeah. This is a mask. Yeah. Oh. Well, Isn't that weird? It's creepy. There's obviously no facial expression, but... No, because it's a mask, yeah, right? So it doesn't mask. move, but it just looks way too real. Yee! Oh. That's what I picture, like, robots. <laughs> to like, look like. That's what you're going to end up sexy, Marzi. It's like a robot <laughs> yeah. like that. Tom Brady? I'm yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, no. I'm down. Sign me up. Now that guy's going to make his way to Canada here. <laughs> Yay. I heard there's a pretty lady on the radio that wants to have some sex. Keep the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> 24 degrees for the high today. It is 822, and we're at 10 degrees 
good Tom Brady morning. <laughs> I thought this story was uh, this story is actually really cute, and I'm sure it's probably happened to people. Or at least I hope it has. Uh, you've always been told growing up, probably don't talk to strangers, right? Yeah. But we live in a different world now. So your kids, when you say don't talk to strangers, it's not just guys in a you know van on the street. <laughs> it's everything from like chat rooms on the internet to mm-hmm. uh, like who knows, right? Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Any way you can communicate, don't talk to them. Uh, well, this dude. Named uh, Rel Hill. He's an adult. He lives in Chicago. And he was trying to FaceTime his buddies. Mm -hmm. They were going to get together for a night out on the town. Sure. He dialed the wrong number. So while he was FaceTiming, trying to reach his buddies, a 15-year-old redheaded kid popped up. Oh, no. It's like, what is this? Yes. Uh, Instead, though, of immediately hanging up on the kid. Yeah. Which would probably be the popular choice. Yeah, that's the child. Hale decided to have a full-blown 15-minute conversation with this kid, basically just asking him what's good, Mm -hmm. like what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, they also had, he also had a buddy over who was dancing to some music in the background. Mm -hmm. So the two of them decided to have a full-blown 15-minute conversation. Now, afterwards, Hill took to Facebook to say that his, you know, new unlikely friend was super chill and was, quote, just a cool-ass kid. That's my lil homie forever. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Now, this story, obviously, an instant classic. They're going to get matching tattoos in a couple years when that 15-year-old ginger is old enough. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I want to know from you guys, though. Have you ever had a conversation or made a friend Mm -hmm. through a wrong number or a wrong FaceTime. Mm. Like if somebody tried FaceTiming you right now, you didn't recognize the number, would you answer it? No. No. You wouldn't. Sorry now, family, that follows us on uh, Snapchat. Yeah. Search Crash Mars, all one word. Sure. Um, (laughs) But randomly throughout the day, the Snapchat, you can call people and like do the FaceTime type thing. And I'm not answering your calls. Because I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't got to that point yet. You don't want to answer it and it's like a, a Snapchat follower. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I just don't want to go down that route yet. You know the moment somebody Snapchat calls you and you answer that call, they're going to lose their mind. Well, I, I know, but I just, I, it feels weird. It would be very funny if you're like, what's up? Right? <laughs> you're just sitting there yeah, FaceTiming. Yeah. But I, I'll get probably at least 10 to 15 a day mm-hmm. that my phone's ringing with the Snapchat call. Okay, whether it was a wrong number or whether it was a FaceTime, did you make an unlikely friend by talking to somebody that you've never met before, mm-hmm. accidentally dialed you, or accidentally FaceTimed you to step it up a notch? Yeah. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alrighty, uh, we're talking about uh, this, it's a cute story, of this dude in Chicago who was trying to FaceTime his pals so they could all get together and tear it up for the night on the town. And he accidentally dialed the wrong number and ended up FaceTiming for 15 minutes with this 15-year-old kid. Uh, and they quickly became friends. Mm-hmm. This unlikely bromance, I guess. Started to flourish. Odd combination there. It is an odd combination. Uh, But we want to know from you guys if you have ever been in the situation where, like, a wrong number or a wrong FaceTime. Mm -hmm. And did you make an unlikely friend out of a stranger who accidentally misdialed you? 
Yeah, and you spark up conversation. One thing leads to another. Maybe you're hanging out. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I want to jump to Carla here on two. How are you doing today, Carla? I'm good. How are you guys today? Doing We're doing great. Fantastic. All right, so did someone uh, call you, or did you call a wrong number, and then you ended up hooking up with someone? No, I was actually at a movie, and I got a text asking about coffee. Yeah. And I was like, sure, but I don't have any idea who you are. Oh. Oh. And, uh... We started chatting. He thought it uh, was his ex-girlfriend's number. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up just chatting all night, and we ended up staying friends for quite a few years after that. Wow. No did, way. Now, yeah. by friends, what, like just chatting friends, or did it become more yeah. than that? No, just chatting friends. We'd hang out every once in a while, and uh, that was about it. And wow. Then, of course, you know, life gets you, and you go to your separate ways. Oh, and that's for sure. About it. Yeah. That is weird. When, how long up until you made your first actual, like, physical contact? Uh, I think it was a couple weeks. Okay, so you chatted for a couple weeks, learned each other, and then where did you meet? Uh, He came over to my place and I made dinner. Wow! Wow! Wow. Did you think it could have maybe gone romantic? Yeah. Um, we kind of explored that, but it didn't really go that far. Yeah, it didn't pan out. younger than me, so... Oh. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Did you check no, his ID? wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Oh, these are crazy stories. Uh, we're talking about whether or not you've made an unlikely friend through a wrong number FaceTime or through a wrong number, um, like just through a wrong number mm-hmm. in general. A lot of uh, success stories, surprisingly. Yeah. I don't know if I would actually meet someone that randomly texted me. Uh, this text here says, I was trying to call my aunt, and more than one time I accidentally dialed the wrong number. The third time that I did it, the guy finally said to me, you have the wrong number, what's your name? Gave him my name, we ended up chatting for a bit, and he asked me out on a date. Like, that's, I guess it's worth a shot, right? Yeah, I said yes. He came to pick me up, and he was a pretty good-looking guy, but it was the worst date I'd ever been on in my life. He sat and stared at himself (laughs) in the reflection of the window next to the booth we were in the entire time we ate dinner. Why? Because he thought he was damn sexy? I also couldn't figure out what he was looking at when he would look past me the whole time. I turned around at the end of the dinner, and I was sitting behind a mirror. She's constantly like... Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I would end that immediately. Oh, my God, yeah. That is hilarious. I'm surprised you went on the date, though. Yeah, she went. Uh, Let's go to Kim on three. Hey. Hey, how are you guys? Hi, good. 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 All right, so what did you do? So I don't know if it's quite in line with your story or not, but um, every Monday at about 7 o'clock, yeah. my house phone rings, and it's an older gentleman, and he asked so sweetly for a lady named Margaret. Okay. And he, I'm like, I'm sorry, you've got the wrong number, and he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, and next Monday the phone rings again, and he's asking for Margaret, and I'm just like, yeah, this is Margaret. <laughs> you played along? No way. It's been going on for almost a year. <laughs> no way! What do you guys talk about? This is the same thing. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. The business is great. I hope I hope everybody's doing well. You know, enjoy your tea and have a good night. Oh, it's he doesn't like linger for 20 minutes. He just quick call and that's it. Yeah, quick call, touches base. I have no idea who this gentleman is, um, but obviously I have a phone number, or he's adamant that this phone number gets him to a lady named Margaret. Yep. 
And I'm just like, I'm tired of telling him no because he sounds so hurt every time. Oh, oh my God. What do you do, though? Like, are you ever going to burst his bubble and be like, dude, I'm not Margaret? I don't think so. And, like, because it's the same conversation, the same rhythm, the same... Yeah, you, oh, so you, he's just you committed to it. you got to stick with he's it. He's just doing it. Like, it's like a, a routine and, like, yeah. a comfort thing for him now. Do you put on yeah. a voice? I'm sorry? Do you put on a voice? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I just... Uh, hello? Hi, is this Margaret? Yes, yes, this is Margaret. How are you? Oh, that is crazy. Wow. You know what? I bet you I would probably do the same thing. You keep it going? Yeah. And he he's older. Like, you can tell, right? And, you know, his voice is shaky and Aww. the same rhythm, the same thing every day. And I'm like, I think I'm going to be sad when the phone stops ringing on Monday. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, we just chatted with Kim, who gets a phone call every Monday evening, yeah. and she talks to an old man for like five minutes. Um, the now family saying, do not stop being Margaret. You have to continue. Yeah, that. you have to continue. Continue it, it oh. right till the end, and it will be a sad day when oh. the phone doesn't ring. Yeah. Oh, it's... That's... Hopefully he's just... Uh, mm. Yeah. Getting a change in or something. Well, uh, at least Kim, obviously, you know, makes his night or, yeah. you know, soothes him in some way. Uh, this text here says, I accidentally called a wrong number close to my husband's cell phone number. A man answered, and I said in a sweet voice, hi, honey, how are things going? <laughs> the gentleman then responded, um, uh, hello? And I said, oh, my God. I realized it wasn't my husband. I said, mm. I have the wrong number. I'm so sorry. The gentleman then responded, oh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Tanya, how are you doing today? I'm good. Excellent. All right, so um, uh, you got involved in one of these wrong number deals, right? Well, yeah, but it wasn't a friend. She turned out to be kind of a stalker. Oh, no. How <laughs> did well, how, Yeah, what happened? So she texted me. This random number texted me. She's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, fine. Who is this? She's like, oh, this is Shayla. You know me? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, you know my boyfriend, Dylan? Uh, no. So then she sends me a picture. I'm like, I, I don't know who you are. Like, I think you have the wrong number. And she said, well, he was with you last night. Oh, no. Um, no, I'm sorry. Like, I'm I'm married. I have children. I don't think so. <laughs> and uh, anyway, she kept sending me these messages. And then they started getting really graphic. And she was like, I took a picture of you guys uh, in the hotel room last night having sex. What? Um, yeah. She was, like, sending me all these pictures. And I'm like lady you have the wrong number and um she kept texting me for like a month she wouldn't leave it alone every day every day and it was like sometimes three four o'clock in the morning my phone would go off and there's these pictures of her and this guy or this guy and some other woman no way honestly she was just freaking crazy (laughs) i finally phoned her and i said look you have the wrong number stop texting me i don't know who you are i don't know who this guy is leave me alone so she says to me, I know where you live. Oh, and I'm no. like, pardon me? She goes, I know where you live. I know you live in Castle Downs. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. I live in Mill Woods, right? And she's yeah. like, I'm coming to get you and blah, blah, blah. You're like, like, well, you head to Castle Downs and find me, lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're, right you're a freaking nut and you need to be on happy pay. Yeah. So yeah, she thought she, you were like uh, cheating with her boyfriend. I, I guess so. Yeah. She was just squirrely oh my <laughs> so did you end up blocking her or did well, she just stop um, i had my i had my phone number changed and then um probably about a year after i had my phone number changed she texted me again 
What? The same woman. Yeah, she texted me again. The same woman, the same pictures all How over How did again. she get your oh, new number? I have no idea. Oh, that no, is sketchy. Yeah. But she's like, I'm sitting here in my bedroom looking at our kids and I'm crying and you're a home record. I'm like, wow. What wow. on yeah. earth? See, yeah. we had a bunch of good stories come in where people like had relationships. Yours is a horror story. For months, she was texting me. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, that is brutal. How did she get yeah. your new number? I'm like dying have, to know. I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. Yeah, it can't be luck. She somehow, no. she probably tracked you down and went through your mail. Somehow, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing that, Yeah, Tanya. thanks, Tanya. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Uh, alrighty, uh, this story here is <laughs> kind of fun, actually. Do, do you remember when you were a kid and if you didn't eat your dinner... You were forced to sit at the table and stare at your food. Yeah. Apparently. You couldn't leave the table until it was no. done. Apparently that parenting tactic is out. No one's doing that anymore. I know. Everyone's giving kids options. No, don't give them options. Yeah, no. You, and if your kid doesn't want to eat the rest of their peas, meh, you don't make them sit there anymore. <sighs> Did you sit at the table and have to stare at your food? Absolutely. I yeah. think I sat there after we had a, a dinner, like usual steak and potatoes. Um, I sat at the kitchen table for probably two hours. Oh, yeah, I know. So, yeah, me too. And while everyone's watching TV, mm-hmm. I hear the Simpsons on in the living room, and I'm like this. Just sitting there waiting. Waiting because you wouldn't eat your food. the food, yeah. How long did you um, sit there for? It was about two hours. That was the longest. Whoa. Yeah. And mom would come around the corner and be like, eat your food. And I'd be like, No. <laughs> I push the limp salad on the plate. I'm like, no. <laughs> and you hear like fun things going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Eventually you power back to food and be like, fine, I ate it. Yeah. yeah. I want to know from you guys, um, what foods did you have to stare at? And what is the longest you had to sit at a table? Oh, we was the same thing in my place. If you mm-hmm. didn't eat your food, you had to sit there and stare at it. Yeah. And you thought you could protest and get something good. Yeah. Maybe get some candy. No, never No, never. never you know what my parents used to do is while I was sitting there staring at my, like, gristly cheap steak. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was always the worst. Oh, yeah. And cold peas. Um, my brothers would get dessert. <gasps> oh. Cruel, right? Like, and they eat it in front of you? Uh, I could hear them, like you said, in the other room. Oh, yeah. Because there was no such thing as open concept back then. No. So it was like the kitchen was, was one divided. room and yeah. then, yeah. So I could hear everybody, like, their bowls getting the last little bit oh, of that no, ice like, cream mm. while Marzi. And you know your parents are like, amp it up. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> really make her feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as long as you sat with your food. Yeah, and what did you have to stare at? Yeah. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alright, we're talking about um, what food did you have to sit at the table and stare at. It's a parenting move that is not trendy anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure... Um, we're all pretty much, you know, within the same era. What do kids do now? Or what do parents do? A lot of parents are saying that their threat is, well, you get that for lunch then. And then they actually give it for lunch and it ends up in the garbage. Oh, and yeah. then the kid still gets what they want. Yeah. yeah. Ah, the let's, kid always wins now? The kid always wins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's jump to uh, Shauna. Hey, Shauna. Hi, how are you? Good, Hi, good. good. All right. So you and your brother would have showdowns with the food? Oh, not me. It was my brother. Oh, okay. and you know when you're like your sibling, you're like, just eat it. Just hurry up. Like, yes. Don't make them angry. Just do it. Yeah. Yep. And he 
he was like, I'm not doing it. And it was over this like wild rice vegetable medley thing. And it was vile. <laughs> Nobody wanted to eat it. But my dad was like, this is the hill to die on. You're eating it. And yep. my brother was probably like eight. And was like, no, I'm not. And so, like an hour and a half later, and the tears, and the fake gagging, and the like almost barfing, and then still having to eat it, there was like, <laughs> like, like three bites left, like literally nothing. And I'm just, I'm watching this, and I'm playing and surveying the scene. And yeah. my dad goes up to the garage to get something from the garage and comes back in. And meanwhile, my my brother has secretly like scraped his plate off into the kitchen garbage and been like, "See, Dad, I'm done. I ate it all." Mm. And my dad. Gives him like the look and is like, no, you didn't. There's <gasps> no way you ate it. He's like, no, look, my plate's empty. I totally just ate it quickly. See, I'm all done. Did he check the garbage? Yeah. Oh. He pulled it out of the garbage and he put it back on my brother's plate. <laughs> and he just ate it. Oh no! And never toss it out. True story. And then like my brother doesn't have kids now, so I think he was like scarred for life. <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, we're taking your stories on uh, the foods that you had to sit at the table and just stare at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was a parenting tactic that if you didn't eat your dinner, well, then you sat there. Until well, you did. The longest I did was two hours. Yeah. And it was over that grizzly steak. Yeah, why, didn't, always, why did our parents buy steaks I like don't that? know. It was so bad. Uh, this next year said, my mom owned a restaurant when I was a kid. So we always had lots of leftovers, usually from the daily special. They came home and we would have to eat the same thing for days. Oh. Even foods that I liked at first, I ended up hating. I sat with a plate of baked spaghetti for two hours one night. Mm. Until I, quote, accidentally spilt my milk on it. (laughs) I thought I was so smart until my mom went, well, if that's how you're going to play it, then here's another bowl. (gasps) Dished me up a new plate and made me eat the baked spaghetti. I was only about eight years old at the time, and I still can't really look at spaghetti. Actually, you know what? Um, My aunt and uncle in Calgary, they did that with me over clam chowder. That's gross. All the parents, the kids were sitting at a small table in one of their dining rooms. We sat there and ate the crappiest clam chowder. We didn't want to eat it. It It was disgusting. The parents were upstairs eating pizza. They weren't eating the clam chowder. That's terrible. They had boxes of pizza. Who gives clam chowder to a kid? Like, it just doesn't seem like a kid suit. No. Like, tomato, It should have been the other way around. Go fancy and eat your clam chowder up there. Yeah, you're right. It was disgusting. Uh, Leslie, how long did you stare at food for? Um, I stared at it for quite a while, but what it was is I was at uh, Babysitter's, and so, of course, you can't cook different stuff for every kid, but she wanted to make me eat cottage cheese, and I hated cottage cheese. Mm, Me too. Mm. So I sat there and I stared at it forever and then I, all the kids were playing and I really wanted to go and play. So I finally like shoveled it all down, stood up, turned around and threw up all over her floor. Oh, oh damn. That's, <laughs> so, that's a yeah. move. That is a move. You shove the grossness in your face. You, and it, you, it's so gross that you puke, puke it up on her floor. That's what you get. Yes. And so she never made me do that again. No. <laughs> and I bet, I bet you she never made any other kid do that Mm-mm. again because she doesn't want to yeah. clean up puke. Of course. Exactly. Oh, that's a good move. Thanks for that one. Thanks, Les. Okay. Bye bye. Text Crush and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay. We're talking about uh, when you were a kid and you were forced to eat garbage food and you sat at the table and just stared it down. Uh, Jim Bob out in Warrenville's got a great story. He says, hey guys, we had to eat all of our food before we got dessert. One day, my brother and I sat for two hours trying to choke down parsnips that were served at supper. 
We finally choked them back, got our dessert. Fast forward 30 years later. Yeah. My mom has died. My dad's living at my house, and he's in bad health. So I said to him, you know what, Dad? What foods do you like and what foods don't you like? Mm -hmm. Because I'll, you know, I'll make sure that you eat all the foods that you like. He replied, get me anything, but I don't like parsnips. (laughs) We laughed our butts off. Like, well, Dad, here's a tray of parsnips. (laughs) Uh, Josh, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful. How about yourself? Yeah, fantastic. All right. So did you you sit and stare at your food for a long time growing up? I didn't because I'll eat anything. Yeah, okay. But my, my little sister would not eat porridge for the life of her. Oh, boy. And so one morning for breakfast, my mom served us porridge. My little sister wouldn't eat it. Yeah. And so they were like, you're going to have to sit there until it's done. Um, and like four hours later, they're like, well, this is your lunch now. <gasps> no. And then she still wouldn't eat it. So they're finally, they finally put it in the fridge and then would warm it up for dinner. Oh, no. And she still wouldn't eat it. <laughs> So it like, literally went on for a good like a day and a half before my mom just finally gave up because my little sister's will is in unbelievable well, apparently. Yeah, because she's forfeiting food for she, yeah. She went what over a day? She went on a hunger strike. For yeah, a hunger strike. Yeah. She's like, no. Did your mom ever serve her porridge again? Uh, she tried. Like my mom would mix it like fruit and like chocolate into it. Like, oh yeah, oh, for sure. Just try to make it appealing. Still wouldn't do it. Like my my little sister hates the texture of porridge. Yeah, so she won't eat it. Is and this she... is when she was like six. Oh she man, was like the most intense six year old I've ever met. <laughs> is she still like that as an adult? Oh yeah, no. If you get into a fight with my little sister, if it's not a battle of wills, she always wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's awesome. great. Thanks for that, Josh. Thanks, Josh. You guys have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you too. Bye bye. Snap, crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.